Aw damn, thank you for tuning in to another episode of In the Studio with Rubio, where comical commentary meets politics, technology, world news, entertainment, pop culture, and just a plain weird. Get strapped up with your seatbelts and let loose your ears for your daily dose of news entertainment. Whether you're just a plain Joe or someone that screams I need attention, it doesn't matter because you're here for the useless commentary. Useless commentary. Now, without further ado, let me introduce you to one of the most silliest yet funniest people to ever exist in the history of all histories. Histories, histories. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Chris Rubio. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of In the Studio with Rubio. Tuesday, March 2nd. Today, we're going to talk about Dr. Seuss pulled from Virginia schools. Uh, read across America Day for racial undertones. Also, new satellite images reveal North Korea took recent steps to uh, conceal nuclear weapons site. This video game helps men level up in bed by... Uh, tackling sexual dysfunction. Let's go ahead and talk about that. Also, uh, in this segment of entertainment, we're going to talk about Golden Globe ratings, ratings sink to a new record low sounding warnings to the Oscars. Yes, I do agree with that. Also, Ariel Young, child injured in crash involving former Chiefs coach Brett Reed, has brain injury. In this segment of just weird, we're going to talk about Florida couple find seven foot alligator lurking in garage. And in this segment of Let's Watch Some Cheers, we're going to talk uh, about a video made by Fox Business about Texas Governor Abbott terminates mask mandate, opens all businesses. All this in this edition of India Studio with Rubio. Let's do this. <laughs> of course, before I start, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. If you like this video, go ahead and share this video. And if you must, go ahead and leave a comment down below. And also, don't forget to smash that like button for your boy, man. Hello, hello, hello. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Ruby here in another edition of In the Studio with Ruby. Thank you for joining me and a whole bunch of other people because the news cycle doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. And I am thankful because, hold on, let me, let me bring my comments up here. I'm thankful that it doesn't stop because... There's never a dull moment. Never a dull moment in the wonderful world of the news. Hey. You know, before I start the segments here, uh, I would like to say that I've been on hiatus because um, I've been only not working on new graphics, but I've also been tremendously lazy. And... I just want to say that I enjoy doing this. And sometimes, you know, your self-confidence, you know, your confidence sometimes hits a wall. And then you're like, man, the viewer numbers are not up. You know, what am I doing? Am I wasting? But, but it, essentially, this is the way I generate content. And I love doing it. So for anybody out there that's watching, that's been watching me ever since day one of this, I just want to say a personal thank you to everybody. Because this, all this is hard. I don't think people understand how hard it is to do a live stream, a daily live stream about the news and how to give commentary every day. I don't think people have any idea, you know, and not only that, just the production value and me being such a tech geek. I'm always like, man, how does it look? How does the graphics look? Oh, man, what's this? What, uh, 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 you know, do I need this? You know, it's just everything, man. 
So I just appreciate everybody across all social platforms, from Twitch to DLive to Periscope, and to my homeboy, my comedy homeboy, Zach Elk, who I will eternally love as a comedy brother. Um, he's also making content, too. You know, every Tuesdays with um, my Filipino brother, even though he's not Filipino, Mark Gonzalez. You know, content is king. And I think we should just all appreciate people that's making content. Because you know what? At the end of the day, people that make content will get hated on. Right? And it's usually the people that hate on the content, people that criticize your work, people that criticize in general, have nothing else better going on. You know, and I've been guilty of that. You know, like somebody would, would comment, do a negative comment on, on uh, one of my posts, and then I would troll them. I wouldn't troll them, but I would go on their profile. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? This guy's not doing shit. <laughs> this guy's not doing anything. If anything, this guy's trolling other people because he's so miserable. So I made an oath to myself. You know what? I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to trivialize anything. I'm not going to. I'm not going to be that negative guy that's always. That's always negative. I want to spread positivity. And if you have any questions about, uh, you know, generating content or any, any kind of questions about, you know, tech stuff, about you know, graphics overlays and all that stuff, please feel free to come to me because I am willing. Because the only way I could, in my mind. To, the only way that I know how to enrich my life is to enrich uh, other strangers or even my friends' lives too, you know? So that's the way I do things. Anyways, uh, with this, I do have a quick monologue that I recorded at the dog park. It's about L.A. traffic. Everybody knows everybody hates L.A. traffic. Everybody hates it. Nobody likes traffic. So here's what I got to say about traffic. Enjoy, guys. You know what, guys? So, of course, I've lived in L.A. for years, right? I've practically been raised here. And if there's one epidemic, one pandemic, other than the coronavirus that has swept this whole city, is uh, traffic. Traffic will always be horrendous here in Los Angeles to a point where like today I was on the 134 going westbound or I'm sorry I was uh, going eastbound taking a look at the westbound side completely um uh completely like not moving standstill traffic you know and that's like the usual in Los Angeles. It's almost to a point where every time I'm in traffic and I'm like at really slow, slow crawl traffic, I usually, to a certain extent, in certain, like so many minutes, I'm like, I hope there's a dead body at the end of this traffic. I know, it's, it's such, <laughs> it's such a, a cruel way of looking at it, but that's just the way it is for um, people that live in Los Angeles. So, I don't know how to fix the problem. I know Elon Musk wants to build holes underneath the ground. And for so long, all these critics are like, oh, that's not gonna work. There's earthquakes and everything. Well, at least he's trying to fix the problem. 
I don't think we're gonna have any flying cars anytime soon, so I think that's out. And when it does, it's gonna be 100 years from now when technology finally catches up, when flight technology finally catches up to us. So, I don't know. But I think the only way to eliminate, eliminate Los Angeles traffic is for everybody to move out and everybody's been moving out of California there's a mass exodus as everybody knows so probably that's the solution let everybody move out and let LA reset so I think well guys that's my rant enjoy the show yeah if you guys are listening uh, listening to me at the live stream while sitting in traffic, are you guys on the 405? Are you guys on the 101? Are you guys on the 110? Are you guys on the 5? Are you guys on the 118? Are you guys on the 60? Are you on the 210? Are you on the 134? LA has so much fucking freeways, bro. It does. Every time I'm in traffic, dude. I'm just screaming. I hate, but you know, it, I guess the major difference is, oh, fuck Elon, Max, come on, man. Come on, dude. I like, I like myself some Elon. But uh, I don't know, I know you're from Kansas City, I think, right, Max? I don't even know if Kansas City has a lot of traffic, man. All I know is L.A., and here's the difference between L.A. and New York, right? I know there's a massive difference as far as culture and as far as population, stuff like that. But in New York, you could get everywhere via transit system. Their subway system is great. But in L.A., you need a car because it's so spread out that you you need a car. And for me, not only am I a car baby, I love being in my car because the car is an extension of your house, Right. And a lot of people, everybody in L.A. knows this. If there's some shit going down that you drove to, you could always find comfort inside your car. And that's why I like, you know, I've got a Nissan Cube. It's it's roomy enough. And sometimes when I'm sitting at like a comedy show or something or, or, or waiting to do something, I'll just go in my car and I'll just sit there and I'll just watch videos or I'll just I'll just do some shit in there or just not do nothing. You can't do that in New York. You know, <laughs> what are you going to do in New York? Just sit by yourself? I guess you can. But New York is like people over people, man. There's like so many. Fuck Elon, unfollow. <laughs> I love you, Max. <laughs> Max, my number one troll. I love that guy. Well, guys, that was easy. I would like to go to the first piece of the news. The first piece of the news is, man, I don't think you guys are ready, man. Are you guys ready? I, I, I know you guys are. Let's go talk about politics, guys. Let's go talk about the good old politics. This is brought to you by alabama.com al.com okay this is very localized but this is kind of uh like a domestic news this is kind of like world news to a certain extent dr seuss pulled from virginia schools read across america day for racial undertones 
Uh, Read Across America Day takes place Tuesday, the 117th anniversary of the birth Dr. Seuss author Theodore S. Giselle. I think that's how you spell it. But they won't be reading the author's beloved children's book in uh, Loudoun County, Virginia. School officials uh, there have directed teachers not to connect the 23rd annual uh, literacy celebration with Giselle for his works because his book allegedly have strong racial undertones. What the fuck? <laughs> we're canceling Dr. Seuss? Are we? Is this what we're doing? Are we canceling Dr. Seuss? Hello, Internet. Dr. Seuss has officially become racist. When the fuck did this happen, guys? Man. No, 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 no. <laughs> Look, I think the woke mob is stupid. I don't like the woke mob, but there has to be some freaking pushback to this, okay? I mean, it's a children's book. It's a children's book. There, Look, man, racism is a taught behavior. Racism is a taught, you could say, ideology, okay? I don't think Dr. Seuss is trying to install racism inside children. I think he just, I think he just wants to perform, you know, I think he just wants to entertain the kids by simple rhymes and stuff. There's no racial undertones. <sighs> Oh, my God. Research in recent years has revealed strong racial undertones in many books written illustrated by Dr. Seuss. Examples include anti-Japanese-American political cartoons and cartoons depicting African-Americans for sale captioned with offensive language. Given this research, the LCPS focus on equity and culture. I hate that word, equity. Fuck equity. And culturally responsive instructions, LCPS provided this guidance to schools during the past couple of years to not connect Read Across America Day exclusively with Dr. Seuss's birthday. Man, this is this is insane. Cat in the hat. <laughs> right? Cat in the hat is all about uh, is about all of Dr. Seuss's side pieces. <laughs> oh, no, no, wrong button. Sorry, sorry. Oh, man, where was it? There you go. Yes. Yeah, man, I, uh, you know, first, you know, what, what was going on in last month? First, it was the, the, the cancellation of Gina Carano, right? And now... To uh, to a certain extent, uh, the woke mom is going going after Bill Burr because when Bill Burr was in the podcast with uh Brett uh I think Brett Kreischer and uh, I think I forgot the other dude. It was like a three person panel including Burr. Burr was like, oh, I well I better watch what I say because they're gonna come after me too, and they're getting, and he's about to get hit by the woke mob. I am ready, please, Bill, if you're listening to this live stream, which I know you're not. When they attack you, could you please attack them back? And I know, I know, it's 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 kind of selfish, you know. He has a good thing with the Mandalorian. If anything, if there is going to be a spinoff series, it should be a spinoff series on Bill Burr's character. That'll be hilarious. You could tell you've made it when you've gone, when you've been inside any kind of production that has to deal with Star Wars, you know. But going back on this cat in the hat freaking dr seuss <sighs> this is what happens guys 
I cannot believe the book burning, the book burning that Amazon is doing, the digital book burning. Now we got the literal, the literal book burning of Cat in the Hat because it's racist. You woke mobsters, you could go after anyone, but don't go after my Dr. Seuss. How dare you go after my Dr. Seuss, bruh? I can't, I can't believe this, dude. I seriously can't. It's like every month, every week, or I would say every day, I wake up and I'm like, oh, what's in the news today? And then <laughs> I would have never, if, if you would have told me this year that, hey, uh, the woke mob is going to go after Dr. Seuss, I'd be like, why the fuck are they going after Dr. Seuss? Seriously, is, is, is it some of their characters look Asian? You know, and, and if they did, so what? I don't care if Dr. Seuss, like, freaking drew, drew up a character. I don't care if Dr. Seuss drew up a character and the cat or whatever character they did looked Asian and he was eating chopsticks and he was eating rice and he was, eating, uh, uh, he was in flip-flops and basketball shorts. I would have been like, that's cool. Because that's what we do. What up? What up? I am chaotic. Thank you for tuning in, man. We're talking about we're talking about this Dr. Seuss pulled not only from Virginia schools, it's being pulled everywhere. It's being pulled everywhere and it's just cray cray. This is this is funny to me. I I, I wonder I wonder what's next. I wonder. Oh, you know what? Uh, I hope I hope I hope tomorrow when I wake up, this is just a wish of mine. I just hope when I wake up tomorrow, somebody's going to be like, you know what, Chris? They canceled. They canceled a never-ending story. What? Never-ending story? That's, a, that's an 80s film. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, the dog, Fulgur, looked Asian. But he was voiced as a white. I mean, we don't, we don't know. We don't know. What are, <laughs> what are fathers and mothers gonna get? I mean, yeah, Dr. Seuss are books, but I bet you they have like the narrative versions too. I mean, what are you gonna, what are you gonna give kids? I thought, you know, I think Dr. Seuss's books are pretty entertaining. I, I mean, I don't remember a single one of them, you know, because I was just so young and and I kind of like, I didn't, I didn't really care too much about Dr. Seuss. Tell you the truth, but this is this this is just nuts to me. This is an, another example of of overly sensitive people. Look, man, this democracy is in trouble, guys. You know why this democracy? You know why this great country that we have is in trouble because of bullshit like this. Because of bullshit like this, Doctor Seuss getting canceled. <laughs> I like children. <laughs> Did he really say that? <laughs> so wait, are you mean to tell me Falcor is really is really a uh, a Jeffrey Epstein as a dog? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> this is nuts, man. You know what? Uh, 
to 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 a certain extent, I am glad stories like this are getting are getting pushed out. I am glad that stories like this uh goes on not only my radar but goes on people's radar because it just tells you it just it just gives you an opportunity to see how crazy woke leftist people are. Okay? It just shows how crazy this world is. With the censorship and all that shit, it's just This is amazing to me. <laughs> Falcor was a pedo. <laughs> Anthony, say, it's funny how liberals think non-white people can't take any humor about themselves. Seems a little racist to me, and that's what I'm saying, right? And you know, it's it's like, uh, you know, uh, I don't want to say, but a relative of mine is reading Robin DiAngelo's book, White Fragility, and I'm like, you shouldn't read that because anti-racism is really racism when you think about it, you know. And just and just the whole concept of, oh, you know, white people knew the kind of uh, white people know the sins that they have done because of slavery. They're the only ones that could correct it. That seems a little racist to me, don't you think? Like people brown or Asian or black can think for themselves, don't know how to how to look at today's society and don't know how to function because, you know, everything is systemically racist. Every type of person has been enslaved. I so agree with this. Right? You ask my black wife if she feels oppressed. She will say no. <laughs> Do you ask me as a Filipino if I have hate towards the Spaniards that took over the Philippines and raped and pillaged my people for years. Ask me if I'm pissed off. No, man, because I know history is freaking bloody. And you've just got to look at history and just not only take it seriously, but laugh. Laugh at the whole situation of how evil, how savage we were. And now we're still kind of savage to a certain extent. How far, how far are we going, man? We're gonna, we'll take it as far back as you want to take it. How far back do you want to take it? Do you want to go back to us as gorillas or or uh, chimpanzees? We'll take it back to that. By the way, guys. By the way, uh, I am a um, I watch Joe Rogan um, uh, constantly. I'm I'm a big Joe Rogan fan, and uh, INRC Ali was today's guest. If if you guys don't know who who she is, she was uh, an ex Somali Muslim. Uh, who basically escaped the uh, basically escaped her society because she was being forced to wed a, a a a guy that she did not want, and you know she basically fled the country, and so it's it's a three hour podcast, and it was just great. They tackled every issue, you know. I am not racist. I believe I should be able to work any motherfucker no matter his skin color. And I fucking hate all of you no matter your color. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Fuck your color, dog. Fuck your color. 
fuck not not only fuck your collar but fuck your color <laughs> cuz you know i didn't even want to bring skin color into the issue i could hate you for more things than just your skin color man yeah very yeah i am chaotic very very good very very good <sighs> including elon musk oh man man max is a big elon musk hater dude Look, we need people like Elon Musk, man. He's going to take us to Mars, bro. Look, man, he could be doing cocaine. He could be doing meth. He could be doing heroin. He could literally give heroin and uh, to to his, if he had a teenage son. And I'd be okay with that as long as he's taking us to Mars. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, man, I don't agree with that. But damn, man, he's he's, been, he's building tunnels underneath LA to fix traffic. God damn it. <laughs> the reason to hate you. <laughs> there are millions of reasons to hate, man. All right, guys, let's go to the next topic. Next topic, world news. This is brought to you by CNN. New satellite images reveal North Korea took recent steps to conceal nuclear weapons site. You think? New satellite imagery obtained by CNN reveals North Korea, uh, North Korea has recently taken steps to conceal a facility U.S. intelligence agencies believe is being used to store nuclear weapons, a move that could add to the growing sense of urgency from critics who argue that the Biden administration needs to articulate a clear strategy and how it would deal with Kim Jong-un going forward. Well, uh, this is... A piece of advice to the Biden administration from Chris Rubio. Handle it like the same way Trump handled it. Trump handled it with, man, sometimes you need a strong dude to talk to a strong dude. Okay? Sometimes you need an asshole to talk to an asshole. Okay? Fuck the high road. Sometimes you need a guy like, hey, you know what? If you're going to pursue any nuclear weapons, I will bring thunder down on you. I guess it's a little too aggressive. I don't know. <sighs> you know, uh, you know, uh, every everybody has criticisms about the Trump's uh, Trump's administration and how he he handles certain situation and his rhetoric and stuff like that. Trump this Trump that. How many wars did Trump get us into? North Korea, he squashed that. Iran, he squashed that. How many wars did we, how many new wars did he create? Nothing. Nothing. He squashed it. <sighs> Look, man, I, I, like everybody else, I, I disagree with his rhetoric, but when it comes to when it comes to world politics, bro, I hate it. Oh, Trump made us look so bad in the world stage. Well, hey, at least American soldiers wasn't dying by the thousands. At least innocent civilians wasn't dying by the thousands because of Obama's drones, right? <laughs> I want to eat 100 or so strawberry Pop-Tarts with the edges cut off. <laughs> Do we have do we, do we have any quarrels? Do we have any I uh, like 
from from a uh, from a certain standpoint, if I was a country like North Korea, and my only viable way to see to make other people, other countries from around the world, to know that I am a power you cannot be, that that you got to take seriously. I could understand why countries like Iran and North Korea want nuclear weapons because when you have a nuclear weapon, you are at that nuclear table. You have a say. And when you don't have a nuclear weapon, it's like it's like people it's, it's like being at a party, right? Uh this is this is probably going to be a bad analogy. It's, it's it's like being at a party and you know, there's people with guns. You know, and then the people with guns, you know, they say they don't want to dictate how the party goes. And you want to, you, you know, like, oh, you know what? This is going to be, uh, uh, you know, a course banquet party. Nothing but course banquet. But then the guy with the guns like, hey, yo, man, no, man, no, we're going to have hard alcohol. What are you going to do? You can't say nothing. Be like, oh, OK, well, I guess I'm going to have hard liquor. It's about it's probably a bad analogy, but it's about the same. It's like when you have a country with nuclear weapons telling another country with no nuclear weapons how to handle their shit and what to do, what not to do. You know, it the optics look pretty bad, right? Toaster tarts through cause fuck Kellogg's Pop-Tarts. <laughs> I want I want Max to be saying this at like uh at a church. <laughs> uh, excuse me, Max. Would you like to say uh, the daily Sunday prayer? Yes, I. Uh, yes, I would. I want to eat. To uh, I want to eat one hundred or so strawberry pop tarts with the edges cut off. Toaster tarts, though, cause fuck Kellogg pop tarts. Amen. Look, man, if I was if I was the president of the Philippines, if 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 I if I went back there and hypothetically ran for office, I mean I could technically can because I was born there. And I won the presidency of the Philippines. And I know the Philippines I I know the US has Philippines back. We don't have to worry about getting nuclear weapons, but if it was a different alternate reality, right? And the Philippines was seen like North Korea. And I was the president of the Philippines. You goddamn right I would be pursuing knowledge on how to build a nuclear weapon. You goddamn right. And if I had China and, and uh, people around my country that, that hate me, that have hostilities towards my country and I'm the president of it, why would I not want to... Want you know why wouldn't I want a nuclear weapon or at least knowledge of how to make a nuclear weapon? You know I would be sneaking like what what's 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 that called? What's that um? What's that uh element that's essential to uh a new a plutonium? Is it is it is it plutonium or uranium? One of those two. Or am I am I am I confusing uh uh Back to the Future? <laughs> Am I? I'm not sure, dude. But you best damn right, man. I mean, <sighs> nuclear weapons change the game, man. And nuclear weapons is a is a pretty like 
I can't even imagine if CNN or if 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 something if if like mainstream media came in like hey there is somebody snuck uh, uh, an atomic bomb in LA we don't know where it is so we want you to rat people out because we don't want that bomb go man I would I, I wouldn't know what to do I wouldn't know what to do I think the I I think if I'm not mistaken the hydrogen bomb is like 30 miles in radius right 30 miles both I'm 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 guessing 30 miles both ways so 60 miles worth of damage some crazy shit like that. And then after that, you got the nuclear fallout. What's this? What kind of nonsense are you sending me over here, Max? I wouldn't even know what, you know. I would love to visit North Korea someday. And I know people think, oh, you're you're crazy. You want to visit North Korea? I would like to visit North Korea one day and just stand and just stand. Well, I don't know about North Korea. I would definitely love to visit South Korea and visit the DMZ, DMZ zone, the demilitarized zone. I think they call it the 38th parallel, right? I would like to sit there and just stare at a North Korean and be like, I know you want to come over here. Come over. I would just pull them. But then I know that they would pull me back. And All I want to know is, is, is North Korean all-you-can-eat barbecue the same as South Korean all-you-can-eat barbecue? That's, that's, all, that's all I want to know. <laughs> is it the same marination? Is their galbi, is their bulgogi the same? As South Korea, you know what is there is North Korean kimchi the same as South Korean kimchi? That's what I would like to know. <laughs> it could be, could be. All right, guys, let's go on to the next article. Let's go talk about technology, guys. Technology. This is brought to you by CNET. <clears throat> this video game helps men level up in bed by tackling sexual dysfunction. What? <clears throat> Vicente is much more confident about sex these days. Uh, and he has a space-themed video game to thank for that. The game, uh, I don't know how you pronounce this, Me Hexel Play is a part of a system is part of a system from Spanish sexual health startup Mixiel that pairs a masturbation device with a simple ga gamified program designed to help users overcome premature ejaculation. Using the app and the device in tandem, customers unlock new levels via real-life exercise that cultivate muscle awareness and control. Is this the thing? Is, is that the thing? <laughs> Dude, that looks like a flashlight, man. How's that going to help? If you saw Mihexel device sitting on a shelf, you might mistake it for a green silicone vase, <laughs> you think? Only you don't put flowers in it. No, Mihexel is a self-heating, penetrable sleeve that delivers steady, gentle vibrations to the penis. Oh, man! <laughs> How much is this thing? Seriously, 
is this really going to fix premature ejaculation? If anything, it will accelerate it. If anything, this mehexial device will accelerate premature ejaculation. Any kind of device that you put on your penis that uh, quotes uh, that self-heating penetrable sleeve that delivers steady, gentle vibrations to the penis will help you come. <laughs> I can't even believe this is a thing. Why is this even a thing? Let's further read. With the mehexial device in hand and on appendage, users progress through eight planets. <laughs> God, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> on the first called Kronos, which uh, they watch an animated video about the key role pelvic floor muscles play in ejaculation and then are asked to masturbate using the device while identifying the muscles they tense in the process. Oh, my God. Quote, they are learning progressively to control their body and their mind. And quote, says Patricia Lopez Trabijo, the 37-year-old co-founder and CEO of Mihexial. <laughs> Why am I talking about it? Because this is in the technology news. Look, this is, this is from CNET. I could be helping men. Max, if, you know, I don't know how old you are. I don't know if you can still get it up, but if you're having problems in the uh, premature ejaculation stage, man, Max, I will buy this for you, bro. <laughs> premature ejaculation or PE reverses ejaculation that happens sooner than a man or his partner would like. Sooner is subjective, of course, but then uh, from a medical perspective, PE generally describes lasting less than two or three minutes after penetration, says Dr. Michael Eisenberg, a professor of urology at Stanford University School of Medicine. Man, I remember, um, <laughs> I remember one of my uh, one of my good friends, uh, Dion Locke. He had he, he he had a joke about one of his friends, like like uh, queuing up like a porn video, queuing up a porn video, right? And then he was he was getting ready, you know, he was he was getting ready to jack off and everything. And then uh and then he busted. He busted at the FBI piracy warning. <laughs> Could you imagine? He busted, he busted a nut in the FBI. Don't copy this tape warning. <laughs> the FBI logo, he cupped to that. <laughs> now talk about premature ejaculation. Now that now that is that is hands down premature. Oh, come on. <laughs> Do they make three times extra large? Come on, Max, like you got a black dick. <laughs> <laughs> Man, but hey, man, hey, uh, uh, whatever, whatever this device, you know what? I mean, would would I buy this device? I would buy it as a gag gift for a friend, or you know what? Seriousness, uh, uh, joking aside, this is probably a good gift for for some of my friends. Some of my friends who's uh 
who I've been told have has been battling premature ejaculations or or uh, has talked about a couple instances, this could probably be good for them. Who knows? Who knows? The question is, will I test it out before I give it to them? <laughs> I just want to make sure the battery works. I just want to make sure how good this is. No, it's uh very fair as a redhead dick. Uh, should it be as three times? <laughs> of course it is. Damn, Max, you got a dick that's eleven inches and three fourths of an inch. Is that a? <laughs> Is that after you take a picture of it and enlarge it or what? <laughs> Damn, man, you got that Johnny Dingler dick. <laughs> Big around as my fist. Okay, all right, all right. But man, hey, as 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 far as this, as far as this thing, you know, and look, man, I'm not gonna tell men how to live their lives man i mean if uh premature ejaculation is is a thing and to some men i guess it's serious you know i mean there's been a few partners in my life that uh you know i've I've came a little too early it happens but it's not a constant thing you know and if it is a constant, this could probably help. I mean, for me, for ex uh, for instance, I would never buy. I mean, I would like to test it out, check what's up. But uh, you know, <laughs> X tag. I would like to further read this. Okay, hold on. Uh, let's 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 further read. Hitting below the belt. PE may be the number one uh, male sexual dysfunction, but many who experience it don't fully understand the psychology, the physiology, according to Trubejo. For the reason, before Mexico play, users can journey to planets. They spend time on the virtual space station watching a video tutorial from a human sexuality specialist who explains in great deal what diagrams, what goes in the body during ejaculation, didn't know what a urethral gate is, now you do. A number of apps including P, short for premature ejaculation app. Is there a premature ejaculation app? P? P-E-A? Premature ejaculation app? <laughs> oh my god. There's actually apps for this? Ejacontrol, Stamina, Edge, Guy Fit, Squeeze Time for Men, and Kegel Nation, <laughs> developed by UCSF urologists, also attempt to combat sexual dysfunction by focusing on physical and mental exercises that help guys improve their performance. Video games like Mehexial won't ever compete with Fortnite or Call of Duty. I hope not. But they do highlight the potential of games to bring fun and play to the realm of sexual well-being. You know what's... Uh, you know how you could bring sexual well-being uh, well into most guys? Um, you tell them to uh, curb or at least stop watching porn. That's where the main problem is, guys. Porn is... 
porn is everywhere, man. <clears throat> Let's go on to the next segment, guys. Next segment is entertainment. This is brought to you by CNN Entertainment. Golden Globes ratings sink. Glo Golden Globe ratings sink to a record low, sounding a warning to the Oscars. You think? Fuck the Oscars. Fuck all those woke people. For those wondering what Oscars ratings might be like in this pandemic-impacted year, based on uh, off-a-cliff results for Sunday's Golden Globe Awards, the forecast could be to look out below. Globe ratings plummeted uh, more than 60% from the 18.3 million view viewers who watched last year per Nielsen data to an average audience of 6.9 million. Damn, that's like cut in half, dog. While the Globes have a long and uneven TV, TV history, at times airing in syndication on cable and for a time after an earlier scandal, not at all. That's the lowest tune-in since NBC acquired the, uh, the broadcast rights in the 1990s. NBC noted that the audience did top the Emmys, the Emmy Awards in September, but it's hardly an accomplishment since... Those numbers hit a record low as well. All indications are that the appetite for award shows already steadily declining has been dealt a serious setback in a year where many movie theaters have been closed and much of the film distribution has been out of necessity migrated for streaming services. It's not only that. It's not only that. It's because a, a lot of people are just fed up with this woke shit. And Hollywood is like the elite of the elites of the wokeness. The Hollywood elites, the people that participate in the Golden Globes or the people that go to the Golden Globes, the Hollywood elites, are the reasons why people are not watching the Golden Globes because they want to preach all day about social justice bullshit. That's what it is. I am not surprised. And I hope the Golden Globes next year will have an ultimately low Nielsen rating as well. The more you censor shit, like, uh, you know, Gina Carano and then the, the canceling of certain directors because of sexual misconduct, you know, allegations. Of course, you you know, all this, it, 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 it just crescendos into people not watching the Golden Globes. That's what that's basically what it is. <laughs> porn is not the problem with the women. The women are watching too much lesbian porn. Possibly. Let's further read. Low ratings are <clears throat> only one of the issues facing NBC and the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, the organization that presents the annual award shows. Reporting in the Los Angeles Times... Uh, exposed new ethical questions about the group as well as the absence of any black members, a fact that has drawn criticism from key Hollywood figures, prompting HFPA representatives to promise to address uh, the latter problem during the broadcast. NBC has thus far had no comment regarding the latest reports about the HFPA, which derives most of its revenue from the broadcast license fee and donates much of it to charitable endeavors. Yeah. They can't handle three times because it hurts them. Gosh, damn. Max, you need to be a porn star, bud. <clears throat> yeah, man. So, but, hey, 
I hope the uh, I hope the Golden Globes further suffers, man, because that's just fucked up. Let's go on to the next article, guys. Let's talk about sports, even though this is not really sports, but it is related to sports. This is brought to you by SportingNews.com. <coughs> Ariel Young, child injured in crash involving former Chiefs coach Brett Reed, has brain injury. Oh, man. Ariel Young, a five-year-old girl injured in a three-car crash invol- involving former Chiefs assistant coach Britt Reed, uh, w- has likely been left with a permanent brain injury per the family's attorney. Speaking in an interview on Good Morning America, young family attorney Tom Porto detailed the injuries the child suffered. She likely has permanent brain damage and she will endure for the rest of her life. Porto said she's not walking. It's sad, sad, sad story. We're going to be advocating for the most serious charges and the most serious sentence that Brit could ever receive. Porto said that the family is being led to believe that the five-year-old will not be able to return to normal life and Ariel is not able to speak or walk. It is unclear whether those abilities will return. Ariel was left comatose after the wreck but awoke from the coma on February 16th. The family's vehicle had been struck alongside the road near the team facility when Reed struck the vehicle, injuring Ariel and a four-year-old in the car. The family had been helping another family member who ran out of the gas who ran out of gas along the side of the road. Reed admitted to police to having several drinks at the time of the crash, but no charges have been uh, filed, and Porto said that they were awaiting the results of the uh, toxicology report. The timing of the accident brings into question whether the Chiefs coach had been drinking at the time at the team facility, which would violate NFL rules. Oh, man. This just looks bad, bro. This looks really bad. You know why this looks bad? You shouldn't drink and drive. We all know you shouldn't, you know, hey, look. I've kind of drove drunk a couple times, I'll admit, but thank God I didn't hurt nobody. But I got to tell you, man, when you're completely inebriated and completely, uh, no pun intended, comatose because you've had a couple drinks, you're in no condition to drive, bro. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you. You're in no, you're no good, no condition to drive. I remember one time when I was driving. Uh, when I was driving, thank God. Uh, you know, two times was the only times I've freaking driven drunk, and I I would never do it again. But I remember one time. I was uh, driving. It was, it was right after like a work party or something, and I'm driving. And there was a, there was a part of the road. There was a part of the freeway entrance where it's just a steep curve. It's just it's just a it's just a big O of a curve, and I guess I took it. It was raining too. It was like all the bad conditions, all the bad conditions, dude. And I was taking this curve, and all of a sudden, like, the, my back wheels didn't have any traction, and I just spun, and I was looking at the car right behind me. And it was it was a scary moment. And I, I think this was the last time I kind of drove. I'm like, never again! And everybody knows if you've driven drunk, 
when you get home, you're like, oh my God, oh, oh my God. I mean, I would never do it again. I mean, plus, but it's, it's situations, you know, every situation is different, right? I mean, I know a lot of my friends have, have, uh, has gotten DUIs. Thank God I've never got that. That just seems like just a waste of money, those DUIs, man. Those DUIs are nothing but a waste of money and a waste of your life. I think like an average DUI is like 5,000 bucks. 5,000 bucks? That's like three rents right there. Three months worth of rent. <clears throat> Thanks, Max. <laughs> I know people in LA constantly drive high. People constantly drive high here all the time, bro. I know there's a couple people watching this live stream and driving their car in traffic. That's high. And I'm not saying for good reason. I'm saying that. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> God damn it, Max. <laughs> Sometimes you got to get it when you got to get it, man. But, hey, this guy's. This guy's life is fucked. Britt Reed, your life is fucked. If this is the case, if the girl has suffered permanent brain injury, you are fucked. You've had, you've had such a successful career. You know, you went to Super Bowl even though you lost because you played against Tom Brady. But you're coaching or you're assistant coaching a professional football team and then you and then <clears throat> you almost kill a girl. I mean, uh, you know, are, are are these like the full facts? Who knows, man? What's up, Mr. Andy Southern? Hope everything's good, man. Hope's everything all right. I miss you, buddy. Max sending me all this shit. I love it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go on to the next story, guys. Next story. In this segment of Just Weird, this is brought to you by United Press International. <clears throat> Florida couple finds seven-foot alligator lurking in garage. What the fuck? A Florida woman said she thought her husband was playing a practical joke on her before she opened her garage door and saw the seven-foot seven alligator herself. Hey, old. Hey, miss you too, man. It's been way too long, man. One of these days, you got to, like, pass by my studio so you, so we could do this uh, in the studio with Rubio, man. I would love to have you on. <clears throat> could you imagine? Could you imagine just going home and just going to a garage and just seeing, like, a seven-foot alligator? You know what I mean? <clears throat> oh, come on, bro. Bro. All day, every day, man. You know, us comedians got to stick together, dude. 
you know, we got to stick together like white on rice and we got to talk shit about articles like this freaking finding an alligator in a gro- How do you, how does a seven foot alligator mysteriously go inside your garage? Either you have your garage open 50% of the time and random things or random animals could just walk in there or you're just completely oblivious. <laughs> <clears throat> Tori Heathcote said her family had just gone home uh, to Fort Myers after a trip to Maine when her husband, Andy, made a quick run for the gas station and left the garage door open while, ah, while he was gone. There you go. Heathcote said she didn't believe Andy when he returned home and told her that there was a large gator in the garage. Man, that's like a... <laughs> I would have just pulled out my schlong. Like, there's an alligator, man. Quote, when my husband said there was a gator in the garage, I thought he was kidding. When I opened the door, it was literally on the other side of the door. Heathcote told WPTV, now I am terrified that there will be, uh, that there will be one under my car. I don't know if it came to the, if it came from the lake. I don't know if it came from the reserve. Heathcote called 911 and posted a photo of the scene to Facebook while waiting for the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission to respond. Let's see. Oh, shit! Jesus! <laughs> First off, uh, lady, um, you gotta do a little tidying up on, on, on your garage. Second... That doesn't look like a real alligator to me. It looks like one of one of those inflatables, and and this is where I am a stupid guy because I probably just just get the thing and I my arm wouldn't wouldn't exist because that thing would totally bite off my arm. But dude, that's like crazy. <sighs> look, man, uh, people just got to do a better job in keeping their house a little secure. Especially when you have a garage full of full of your stuff like that. You just don't leave it open. But I guess uh, different environments, different thinking, right? Because I don't have a garage. Uh, you know, I live in L.A. I don't have a garage. I wish I had a garage. And if I did have a garage, it would totally be a studio with no alligator. I want no alligator. No, no alligator in my thing. That'd be like such a man thing to do, right? Just 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 to have an alligator as a pet. I would love to have an alligator as a pet. You know, getting a collar for it and everything, getting uh, getting a, a a tag. Just naming it Gator. I would t- <laughs> that's such that that's such a hipster thing to do, right? I would totally be doing that hipster shit. I would totally have an alligator as a pet. I'd be walking around L.A., man, with all these homeless people. Don't fuck with me. I've got an alligator, man. I don't even know what technically the difference is between an alligator and a crocodile. I think the crocodile is much more bigger, right? Much more deadlier, I'm guessing. I mean, they're both deadly creatures. 
But if I was going to pick any one of these reptile creatures to be a pet, it would, dude, I don't know, man. Those, not bearded dragons, but is, is it called those Komodo dragons? Those are pretty cool to have as pets, too. <clears throat> yeah, man, that's what, that's exactly how I would walk around my neighborhood with a pit bull and an alligator. That's exactly how it. I would get the alligator as a, as a kid. I would I would get the dog as a puppy. They grow up. They know not to attack each other. Oh man, I would totally do that, bro. Totally, one hundred percent. Let's go on to the next segment, guys. Next segment. Let's watch some cheers. This is brought to you by Fox Business. <coughs> Texas Governor Abbott terminates mask mandate, opens all businesses. Wow! About time. We have breaking news. This just in. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has just announced the end of a statewide <coughs> mask mandate, citing improving COVID-19 case numbers. And he now says businesses can open at 100% capacity starting yes. March 10th. Plus, within the next hour, the White House is set to announce officially that Johnson & Johnson will partner with its rival Merck to churn out a vast amount of J&J's just approved vaccine. And uh, they will announce that, we're told, 4.30 p.m. Eastern. So the news keeps getting better and better, right? Well, I don't know about better and better. <coughs> well, good job, Abby. You know, it's so strange how so many, <coughs> so many Texans love their governor, and so many Californians hate Governor Newsom. That's just strange, huh? That's just strange. Like, uh, if 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 you're a governor and and you exercise people's willingness to be free, that they're gonna love you for it. And when you're a governor that exercises that you know that you want to lock everybody in, that only special rules apply to uh, people that are not you, you get hated on. I am so happy. That there could be a possibility that Gavin, uh, Governor Bad Batman Newsom, could could be recalled, and so I am happy. It's uh, I hope it's more sooner than later. But I'll tell you this, man. <clears throat> when that day comes, and I hope it comes soon, I hope that the governor gets replaced with. With a governor that's at least Republican. Look, man, I'm not I'm not a Republican, but damn, man, this is what happens when you have one party control over everything, over your local jurisdictions and your state, man. There needs to be an equal balance, and and I don't think that's happening in California. I think I talk about this in every live stream. There's a mass exodus out of California because of the way it's being governed. Basic, simple shit. And just seeing the state slowly rescind into dystopia is is pretty surreal. You know? I mean, that's why more and more people are moving to places like Texas, Austin specifically. And I know Texans hate that. 
But to me, Austin's really appealing to me. You know, of course, you know, Texas had that snowstorm like a week back. I mean, now it's normal now. And it happens like once every hundred years, they say, you know, it's it. it that week was such an uh, anomaly. But let's see what happens, man. I mean, uh, possibly I might move there this year. I don't know. Still thinking about my, my wife's on the fence. We, we, we really don't know. But it seems like from a stand-up comedian point of view, it seems like it's the most logical place to move to. But at the same time, there's so many people, so many comedians have left L.A. that there will be a vacuum here, and that vacuum needs to be filled with either new talent or the new generation of comics. I mean, I don't know. Let's see what happens, guys. Let's see what happens. What just happened? Uh. Well, guys, I will be back here tomorrow. I just want to say thank you very much for joining me on the live stream once again. You guys are awesome. I mean, gosh damn. I mean, if there's if there if there's one thing I got to say, I got to say the people that's watching me on this live stream, they they know where to get their <laughs> objective news from. Right? <laughs> well, guys, if you guys want to follow me on my social media platforms, uh go oh my god. another live stream I will see you guys tomorrow same bad time same bad channel peace out guys